Welcome to the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. You have today with you Mark and Adina Delaney, and we have a really fun conversation that we're going to have together. This is the first time you've done the intro to our podcast. I know. Did I do okay? You know, I think you did a pretty good job. <laughs> it was fun. It's a milestone. Yes. So uh, today we got to have some fun. Yes. We got to play some pickleball with some couples. Mm-hmm. Adult lo- recess. Adult, yes, adult recess. We love to bring together couples to do stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, last night I was playing Frisbee golf to get some exercise. I was by myself, and mm-hmm. uh, but I ran into another man out there by himself, and I said, hey, do you want to play together? And he said, yes. So we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's a classic, um, maybe 30-ish, 34 years old, uh, wife and kid, and and he said something that we hear all the time. Mm. He said, you know, we we don't really have friends. Aww. We don't. This is so it is common. Really common. It though. is so common. I think with, with pretty much any couple we meet, we pretty much start uh, with uh, an interesting question. What is, number one, what do you do for fun? Mm-hmm. If you're not having fun, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What, like, what are you doing for fun? And number two, uh, how's your friendships? Yeah. And it's interesting that we tend to build a life that doesn't have fun and friendship that's part of it. And at some point, like, shouldn't we ask ourselves, why am I building a life that doesn't have fun and friendship as part of it? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So we love bringing together couples so they can meet each other. Yes. Because we get to know a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. But then we sit there and think, oh, they need to know this couple mm-hmm. and this couple and these two couples should know each other. Yes. And so we love to put together, like today, we just invited several couples. Let's go play pickleball. And so this happened. and It was really fun. Yeah, it was really great. So there's some thoughts came to my mind as we were playing pickleball with these couples. And uh, we only knew one couple. Uh, there was three other couples that we didn't know. And what I thought was interesting is, one, that they all showed up. Mm-hmm. Because none of them had really played pickleball before. A couple of them had. Right. They were definitely very beginner. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that they showed up to a public place to be around people they don't know, playing a game they do not know. I know. Where you could possibly look silly. Yeah. But they showed You're up. You're probably going to look silly. <laughs> yes. But they showed up. Yeah. Which is kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. There was uh, one young lady that was playing and... She would get really frustrated when she didn't hit the ball well. Mm-hmm. And I whispered to you, we were mm-hmm. playing against them. I said, I bet she's a high achiever. <laughs> I bet she's a high performing human. Mm-hmm. And I eventually asked her. I know. I was, I, so, I was so proud of you for asking her. I asked her, I said, are you a high performer? Mm-hmm. Did you get straight A's your whole life? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so, I'm so glad you're out here doing this. Yeah. Because it's a great experience for a high performer. It really is. It really is. Because we need to have our weaknesses exposed. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to be okay having weaknesses, especially if we're a high performer. We're not going to be hundreds and everything. Say it again. We need to be okay with having weaknesses. Yeah. It's actually good. If you're not afraid of them. About two months ago, you said something off the cuff. I remember where I was standing and where you were standing. (laughs) And you said something just randomly... It wasn't part of a conversation. You just said, you know, it's so good to have weakness in several areas of your life. 
Yeah, I remember saying that. And I was like, wow. You wouldn't have heard me say that years ago. No. No. And I uh-huh. thought, and I, you, when you said that, it was like, you, 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 <laughs> I, I, the image in my mind, you remember when you're a kid and it's a really, really, really hot, sunny day? Mm-hmm. There used to be this commercial on TV for Nest Tea, a, a tea. Oh, yeah. And it was called the Nest Tea Plunge. Yeah. And you just fall over slowly into the pool while you're There's drinking someone tea. someone who falls over into <sighs> this beautiful looking swimming pool. Mm, this looks so refreshing. It looks so refreshing. Yeah. Can I tell you something? When you said those words, it's so good to have weakness in several areas of your life. Mm. It felt like a nesty plunge. You know what? And here, but let me tell you why. Mm. If it's not okay to have weakness. Yeah then what's life going to be like? Because I, as personally as a man, I've always felt like I have weakness everywhere. I feel like a highly flawed person and always have. Once you realize, wait a second, the scoreboard in life is not about counting up your weaknesses. Mm-mm. It's about living out your purpose and you can live out your purpose full blast while you have weakness. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. What a different way of thinking. But let me tell you something. I remember being a young man married to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think my wife is perfect. <laughs> and I think I am everything opposite of perfect. Mm-hmm. The fear inside of me was when is she going to realize how messed up I am as a human and she just can't put up with me anymore because mm. I'm just so flawed. I'm so disorganized. I'm not disciplined. There's just, <laughs> you had so many skill sets and I'm like, I don't know what I'm good at, but she's good at a lot of things. And at some point she's going to realize it. And so as a man being married to a wife who's okay with weakness yeah. feels very liberating. Mm. To me. Yeah. And you know, it's liberating for me too, because I used to live life like I couldn't mess up. The reason why you saw me as perfect is because my biggest fear was not being perfect. Mm. My biggest fear is exposing any weakness. Some people are, are, it's, it's hard because they feel like all they are is a weakness. For me, if I had any weakness, that was just petrifying. Yeah. It was show stopping. I can't move. I, I really couldn't, didn't know how to handle it. I mean, yeah, at my worst, I would like lie, cover up, pretend it didn't exist. I would deny it existed. I would laugh and pretend, you know, I realized it when really inside I'm just losing it. I mean, it's just, or I'd get mad. I mean, like it, it wasn't good inside. It wasn't healthy. Mm. So to be able to be the person who now says, you know, it's actually good to be weak in many areas. I just see it as, uh, I need to know how to have like a, like adult recess with pickleball for me is an opportunity for me to be weak and hit the ball in the wrong spot and to miss the ball completely. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's good for me to be in pickleball because I make mistakes. And fail with your partner. And fail with my partner. Yeah. And let you down because I missed that and we could have Whoever the partner or, is. Yeah. You, you change partners and mm-hmm. you're going to fail with some other human. Yeah. And making mistakes. So adult recess to me helps me to just be in an environment where I make mistakes and, and I'm okay. You know, it's not like I don't care at all. And I'm making as many mistakes as possible. It's that I'm loving myself 
and I'm happy even when I make a mess because let's be honest, if you're a human, which we all are, you will have messes every day. So if you can't have a mess every day is, uh uh-oh, protection, walls, this, the other, facades, grunting. Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety, anger, frustration. There's there's a whole bunch that can go with it. Drive everyone in your life crazy. Yeah, because if I have to be perfect and I never mess up and I'm not okay with my mess, then the other people around me think I can't have messes. And that's, that's, I don't want that for other people. And so, yeah, no, I like how us both learning how to face our messes. We both wish we would have learned it even better younger, but learning how to face our mess and be okay with it at the same time, not just letting it go like, oh, it doesn't matter at all. We're not going to do anything with that mess. You know, if, if there's something spilled on the floor, we're going to, we're not going to freak out about it. We're just going to go do Mm -hmm. one thing to clean it up Mm -hmm. to work. We figure out what we're going to do with it. So it was so it was, but it was great. Long story short, it was great that this young lady is out there doing something Mm -hmm. she's not good at Yeah. when most of the things in her life she gets to be good at. Right. So it's a great thing. Mm -hmm. Now there was another young man who was there. He was so athletic. Mm. He hasn't played a lot of pickleball, but he had some really great skills. Mm. He could get to some, some shots and that you didn't think he could get to. He could, he just really had some great um, skills. Okay. But when him and someone else who was kind of similar to him um, played against me and one of the other guys, they had no chance to beat us. Tell me why. Because he didn't know where to stand. Mm. Literally, he did not know where to stand. When we in playing against um, him, is this guy? He he is ten times more athletic than me. Okay. He can his speed, his agility, like he's so much more athletic. When I played against his team, I my partner who was new to the game, I elevated his game greatly by simply telling him where to stand. Ah. So when I told my partner where to stand and he listened to me, his game, he he doubled in capability. Love that. By standing somewhere different on the court. Hmm. So uh, obviously I'm not picking on this person because not being good at pickleball, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter in life, yeah. But this is how life is. These yeah. guys on the court, I think we're all young married guys. This is what marriage is. You can have so many skills that you bring to the table, but if you don't know where to stand, you can lose every time. Mm. This guy, when, when we played against this one guy in particular, I'm telling you, he's so athletic. All he did is get the run around by me. <laughs> I just kept hitting it. And he kept, he could sprint and go get it. I'd hit it over here. He'd sprint and go get it. And when I was done playing the game, that certain point, then I hit it where I want, that he can't get it, I get the point. Next point, we'll do it again. Next point, we'll do it again. Because he didn't know where to stand. So he's trying so hard, mm-hmm. and he's actually doing a ton of good things. He's showing great skill, but he's losing every time. Mm-hmm. This happens with men and marriage 
all day long. Such a common thing with men in marriage is they try so hard and they have great skills. They have so much to offer, but because they just don't know where to stand on the court, they lose and Mm. it gets very frustrating. Mm. So that's a, so that's a metaphor. Mm Mm-hmm. And the point of that, and I didn't get to, the the guys didn't open the door for this, and I didn't start a conversation about this, but what I would say to them is, I would explain what happened in pickleball. Mm -hmm. And I would say, guys, you know why you lost to us so badly? It's because we know where to stand. You guys didn't know where to stand. And I would say, this is what happens in marriage. You want to win. You have skills but you don't know these basic principles of how to actually win at marriage. Mm. And so you, you can end up trying so hard, but losing every time and it gets so frustrating. So here's the key. If you want to get better at pickleball or if you want to get better at marriage, talk to someone that knows how to play the game. Hmm. So they teach you how to stand. Yeah. But so that's the big hurdle for men mm-hmm. is men just want to go play and win. It's not instinctual to be like, I should get some help on how to win. Yeah. So we tend to want to play the game without getting help. And it makes us try really hard, but at the end only lose. Yeah, you know, in the mindset from someone who's a recovering perfectionist, if you will, is if you're not open to just the basics of like how where to stand, being being with someone who has wisdom on some simple things to do to get you in a good trajectory, it's like anyone pointing out that there's a weakness can infuriate you because you know you have skill, you know you're trying, you know you care, and yet it's a mess. And so you don't want anyone to talk about it and you can't handle it because you care so much and it's such a mess. And you and I can see how some fights in marriage just get to be a, in a really bad spot. It's not because we don't care. We're fighting because we actually care. We just don't know how to fight or some basic things that could be tweaked. That's what we find a lot in marriages mm-hmm. is if there's a tweak, it's a small thing and it might take work to learn that new that new position of your feet on the court yes. as we're using yep. in this story. It mm-hmm. might take some work to be like, oh, oh, I was in the wrong spot. And then all of a sudden you're getting in the right spot and then you're getting the right spot again. Mm-hmm. And then one time you forget. And it's just, that's the way it is with life and marriage is if someone can just help us know where to stand. One simple thing that helps us, it can change things so much. But if you're in a spot where you're totally frustrated, it's because you care. Mm. it's because you don't know what to do with your mess and you don't want your mess. Mm. And, and I just, so many times lately, I have just been just faced with a conversation where I'm saying, love this person, all of them, love them when they're weak, love them when they're strong. It's not saying, Hey, whatever's weak, we don't have to tend to. And it doesn't mean that how many people have someone loving them, all of them. Some people are like, no, I like you, but you can't do X, Y, Z. No, if you want to be in a relationship with me, uh uh-uh, not this over here, uh uh-uh. You know, and and it's like, when do we have anyone loving us, all of us, while we're figuring out who to talk to to know how to stand? 
mm-hmm. or while we're practicing where to stand because someone told us like, hey, yeah, yeah, this is this is where you stand on this kind of a play. Mm-hmm. Who loves us all the, all the way? The fact that you loved me, all of me, even when I was a mess, is the only reason. I for I remember you were the one that I first admitted I was wrong and I didn't feel like a complete loser. Now, emotionally, I was a mess because my heart just didn't like being a loser at all. But you loved me even though I made a mistake and I was like saying it and crying and you loved me. And I, and I just remember how transformative that was. I'm like, you can love me when I'm not perfect? I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. So a, a third thing I'll uh, bring out about pickleball is that recess really matters. Yeah. It really matters. It challenges our thinking. Mm-hmm. When we go out and do stuff, um, I, I played. I mentioned I played frisbee golf last night. One of the reasons I play is to challenge my thinking. Mm. Because when you throw a frisbee, if you want to, th- the, the more you want to throw it far, the less far it goes. <laughs> because the harder you try, you don't throw it the way that causes the frisbee to do what it does. And so throwing a Frisbee is a mental exercise of trusting the process Mm. instead of trusting my strength. Ah. How often in our life do we have right intentions, but bad instincts? When I throw a Frisbee, which is recess, my intentions are, I want to throw this so far. But my instincts prevent me from throwing it far because I try too hard instead of trusting the process of the throw. Yeah. My friend who's really good at Frisbee says it comes from your hips. Hmm. And I say, Nick, that's dumb. (laughs) And I know he's right. But learning to throw a Frisbee with the power of your hips instead of the power of your arm is a preposterous thing, mm-hmm. yet it's true. Much of life is like this, whether it's business, relationships, parenting, that we have instincts for how we want to do it that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Our intentions are perfect, yeah, yeah, but our intentions stifle what we want. And it's really hard to see that in a relationship. If I'm in a relationship and I'm trying really hard to get my kid to do something, mm-hmm. I think that I'm totally in the right. Mm. It seems like I'm in the right because I judge myself by my intentions. I don't see how my instincts are betraying me. That's really good right there. And so this is why I do recess like pickleball and disc golf. Because I can see with my own eyes how my instincts Mm. diminish what my intentions are. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think doing pickleball, something like disc golf, regular golf, physical activities, I think is actually great for personal development. Yeah. Because it exposes us. And it also brings us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And that's a really important thing to do because we get really comfortable and then you're not going to have change when you're in a comfortable spot. Comfortable is not good. No. When we're kids, when we are kids, we are constantly forced out of our comfort zone. 
Oh yeah. You are going to do this. You're going to this class. You're going to this activity. Mm-hmm. We are going Chores. here. Yes. We're mm-hmm. forced. And then a switch gets flipped as an adult and we're like, oh yes, I get to live in my comfort zone the rest of my life. <laughs> well, what other good words should we use to describe comfort zone? <laughs> The zone where my insecurities rule my life. Mm. The zone where I live in nothing but fear. The zone where I care about everything that doesn't matter. And I lose sight of everything that does matter. Mm. And I get to choose what I face and what I don't. So getting out there and doing things physically in front of people where you might look silly. You might fail with people. It takes us out of our comfort zone. It helps us see what we really are as a person. What we'd like to do is parade ourselves around all day in front of the world with nothing but our accomplishments and our successes and everything that we do good. So everyone thinks I'm an amazing human and there's nothing wrong with me. And it's not good for us. Mm. So. We finish this episode by simply compelling you. Mm-hmm. Go do recess. Go play. Go play mm-hmm. with people. Oh, and the with people part, so good. And yeah. if it's something you're not good at or you never tried, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Mm-hmm. So we give you this challenge as we leave this uh, episode. In the next, you have two weeks. If you're listening to this, you have two weeks to go try something a physical activity with other people. Hopefully you're not very good at it and you need to learn. Go try it. Yeah. My friend, thanks for listening. You have a purpose. You can know that purpose. And you can be set free from anything, from anything that holds you back and you can go live it out boldly. Yep. Now go take on the day. Yes. Go take on the day.